Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Well, well, well. Episode 54. I just did a quick mathematician (laughs) exercise. I'm surprised you could even count that high. It's actually baffling me by the second. Yeah. And episode 54, like, I don't even know if I've done something 54 times as consistently as I've done 54 episodes of this show. No, I'm struggling to think of anything. So I'm quite proud of us. Yeah, and I think we should also mention this is another milestone, which is our 10th catch-up call. It is. It's the 10, the big... Double digit. Our favourite kind of episode because we can just talk about whatever the fuck we want. Absolutely. I can walk in here, no prep needed. (laughs) Which is mostly ourselves. basically. But no, we are back. This is our second episode of our fourth season. 54 episodes in total. 10th (laughs) catch-up call. Hope you guys are keeping up and paying attention because I'm fucking lost, but I'm obsessed. And if they are feeling a little bit lost, what is your name again, Del? My name is Age. And I'm Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine, bitches. So let's jump straight into it. As we love to do. I want to ask first about, you know, an important national holiday. Biblical milestone, (laughs) I believe. The most important few days of the year, I think, to celebrate Jesus. The day when Christ himself was slain and rose again. (laughs) Came out of his cave and hit the people where they... Where they needed him the most. Yeah. And I think that I think that Easter has become one of those holidays that's just turned into an excuse for a big piss up. Mate, honestly, when I was young, I would think like Easter, you know, like we grew up quite religious, like as in Did you? Well, well not really, not at home, but like I was made to go to R E studies and whatever outside of school. Did you go to church over the Easter weekend as a child? No. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> How religious is quite religious well, in like, your mind? <laughs> I was made to do all my sacraments. Yeah, okay. Reconciliation, confirmation, blah, blah, blah. As a oh, young wow. Italian boy. Yeah, that okay. was a requirement for me. Yeah. So I know all about the, the story mm. of Easter. So mm. that's probably what I mean by, <laughs> you know, when I was Familiar young, with his work. Yeah, familiar yeah. with his work. But then as I got older, I just thought, well, fuck that. Like, we stopped really doing Easter as a big family because everyone kind of always went away and whatever. And I was like, great. Yeah. Just branch away from that and get pissed. Yeah. My family's quite decidedly not religious. So mm. it's been a piss up since the day I was born, really. Which is so funny that we've both just said that, but yet your family was the one who went away and did the <laughs> wholesome thing this weekend. Yeah. So I want to touch on this quickly because I actually had a really beautiful, gorgeous, wholesome Easter weekend away. Yeah. Popped down the coast. With mum and dad and my siblings and our new dog. I know, this new dog that's getting a lot of air time. Oh, you've got to milk her. I'm out. New dog's in, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. she gets me a lot more likes on the gram than you ever have. So, that will go away. I know. Well, it happens to all of us at some point. <laughs> so I had obviously this lovely weekend away. A couple of wines, a couple of submerges in the surf. What exactly did you get up to? I actually decided to let my new hair down. <laughs> yeah. Segway, coming back to that segue in a minute. But I actually went out on the town. Did you? Mm. Painted the, painted her red, did you? Painted her big sloppy red. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I did let my hair down. I went on a bit of a um, drinking fiesta. Yeah, good. Extravaganza. As Jesus would have wanted. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've been out of action for the last few weeks. I may as well just get into it now, really. Keep people on the edge of their seats. Mm, well, I am. I can tell you that much. So I've been out of action for the last few weeks because I, mm. drum roll please, have actually purchased a new hairline. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a bit of information and catch up from my side of the chair. Gone under a little bit of a cosmetic procedure, darling. Yeah. So I was telling everyone at work, like, oh, I'm not going to be in, you know, these couple of days. Like, oh, I've got to have a medical procedure. Mm. And everyone's like, oh. Well, I hope everything's okay. Instantly, <laughs> everyone thinks like... You're getting your pancreas out or something. He's dying. Yeah, yeah. Something's wrong. It's... it's Yeah. And I was like, nope. Actually, quite cosmetic. Like, perfectly fine. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it was one of those things. Because at the start, I was like, do I tell people that's what I was doing? Like, it was I wasn't sure how to, especially like at work. Yeah. And then in the end, I was just like, yeah, I've, I'm buying a new hairline. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, my first real cosmetic procedure. Yeah. You may all be shocked to hear. First of many, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> at my age, you know, it's young spring chalk. Well, things are starting to droop, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, 29 is coming to a close. <laughs> yep. Um, so no, I did. I bought a new hairline, which, look, I guess in seriousness on the topic, like obviously something that I was really, um, I guess, insecure about, to be lack of a better word, but like for probably the last five, six years, mm-hmm. genetically, as men do, we start to lose our hair and recede in, you know, along the front or in the middle and the back, um, depending on how unlucky you are. Mm. And it was always that thing that I thought... Well, I would if I want to do this procedure. I want it done now. Like I don't want to wait till I'm thirty, like fifty. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. The longer you wait, the more hairs you'll need to have implanted, and the more it costs. Well, right? depends. Yeah. So, like, you take it. There's a whole thing where I can't get into. I could do a whole bloody episode on hair transplant. Oh, we should. But basically, once I get mine done, <laughs> that's it. it'll be down to my eyebrows. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's necessary. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, there's like a medication and stuff that you can take that prevents the hair you've already got from getting worse. Mm. So basically you kind of take that, then you take the hairs from the back of your head. Mm-hmm. They get re-implanted in the front of your head. Mm. And those hairs, so the hairs on your back of your head, if you ever picture like a bald man. Picturing. Got he, one sitting in front of me. He doesn't have hair <laughs> on the top of his head, but he typically obviously always does on the sides and the back, right? Yeah. Picture like a very George Costanza vibes. So that... <laughs> That is because the hairs on the back and the sides are not affected by this hormone, DHT, which is what makes us lose our hair or recede. Mm. So basically when they take it from the back and they put it in the front, that hair becomes permanent. So they've really just taken hair out of the back of your head and yeah. stuck it in the front like yeah. a like I, some kind of witchcraft. 12-hour procedure. Yeah, God, it's a long time in the chair, isn't it? Fully awake. Yeah. I had a robotic arm. Mm. That was shooting into the back of my head and then replanting that hair and shooting it back into the front. It's like Farmville. A team of seven <laughs> doctors and nurses. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a whole thing. And I'll be honest, I probably didn't realise at the time how like invasive that was, but yeah, huge little Huge little procedure. Well, there's a very shocking photo of you waking up morning after just with a blood-soaked, like, oh, look pillow. Look like I just had my period on my pillow. Like yeah. Because yeah. they obviously have, like, a big bandage on the back of your head and, like, it just, like, any wound just, like, kind of seeped, like, through the night. That's hot. Which they knew it would, but, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm all healed up now, though, which is exciting. Just got to wait for the new babies to grow through. Well, that's it. So that's why if you see me in any of the socials and I've got a shaved head and everyone's wondering why, that's why. That's why. And if they see you in six months and you've got some long flowing Fabio <laughs> locks, that's also why. It's not a wig, funnily <laughs> enough. No. You can pull as hard as you want. Not a wig, but you did pay for it. I did pay for it. Yeah, sure did. Um, so, yeah, that's my kind of update at the moment. That's kind of like me, my, one of my biggest news, I guess, since we caught up with you guys last. Mm. Other than that, in terms of anything going on on my side of the fence, like... I guess a nice little update for everyone is that I've obviously started that new job late last year. Everyone I know has been on the job train with me. And I would just like to say, I fucking love my job. Do you know, I never thought I'd hear you say that. And neither did I. And I love my job. I love everyone I work with and I'm really enjoying what I do. And I'm so happy. And for everyone who's been on the journey with me in terms of job, I feel like and I jobs, know, plural. Jobs, <laughs> multiples. <laughs> it's such a case of like everything happens for a reason because like one kind of led me to the other, which led me here, which has now led me to feel so settled. And mm. I just would never have ended up, never in a million years where I thought I've ended up back in recruitment in, for such a big agency. And I am, and I'm fucking loving it. Love. So if, yeah, shout out to anyone who's in the recruitment space. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's looking for a... I recruit HR and talent acquisition. So right. if you're in the industry, reach out. We'd a position to, to fill. We'd love to have a chat. You're the man on the job. That's it. It's a candidate short market. I can help. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> How's the plug? Um, so yeah, that's kind of like my latest in the boring categories of like job and, you know, I guess mm. my big hair. Career and hair. Huge things going on <laughs> in my two, world. The two capstones. Um, 
But what about you? Talk to me. Tell me things. How about the love life? Like, let's get into that. That's what the people love to hear. Oh, you want to jump straight into love life? Yeah. Hit me hard. Go on. Look, I'm doing my best. Okay. Really? Um, Aren't we all? Not a huge amount to report at this stage. Yeah. I do have a funny story, actually, to tell you, though. Hit me. So, there's a gentleman who, on Grindr, is pretty persistent with the messages to me. Okay. And every now and again, one of the messages that comes through from said gentleman, what should we call him? Uh, Bert. (laughs) (laughs) So Bert. Big Birdo. Big Birdie. He, every now and again, will message me being like, can I pay you to talk to me? Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like general. Just making sure you're paying attention. Hold on. Can I pay you to talk to me? Yeah, so... Is that normal? I mean, I was actually going to ask you if you've experienced anything like this. Does the tone of my voice sound like I've experienced (laughs) anything like this? (laughs) I guess not. So, obviously, you know, propositioned for some kind of a sexual act. So you're an escort. Makes a little (laughs) bit more sense. But I want to pay you to talk to me is something that's kind of newer, I think, on my radar. Babes, the high-end girls, that's all they do. They don't actually use their pussy. I know. Well, so one night I'm, like, pretty pissed. Oh, and a bit lonely. Not even lonely. I was coming home from the theatre, actually. I'd just seen (laughs) Moulin Rouge. I was just kind of on the tram by myself with some time to kill, so I just replied and said, how much? (laughs) Out of curiosity. Out of curiosity. What am I worth? A number was presented, um, and I was like, yeah, right, no worries. And then the money was just beamed into my account, and I just chatted to him for 45 minutes. Okay. First of all, great hustle. Thank you. Second of all. Money never sleeps, stuff. That's it. Well, like, what are you worth? Um, So the 45-minute chat was 100 bucks. Well, is that, and is that on trend with the market value? Not sure. So this is what you need to do. So, you know, as a recruiter, I would recommend getting out there, talking to other high-class escorts and finding out. <laughs> I think it's more some kind of like a phone worker. <laughs> but the thing is that... A phone worker. <laughs> well, I was going to say phone sex worker, but it was really like PG-rated So it's, it, you're basically just like a, almost like a lifeline. Yeah, fully. It gets paid. <laughs> okay. I was like thinking, God, what have I got myself into? Like the money's in my account now. I'm going to have to, you know, yeah. do what I'm asked. Send a nude at least. To a degree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I was like, oh, what do you want to talk about? And he was like, oh, I don't know. How's your day? Oh, that's really sweet. But like, that breaks my heart. Good for you. I mean, you, you made money off him. so not really good for you. But like, <laughs> it's not exactly a benevolent act. <laughs> but like... Then it just makes me think, like, what are these? This poor guy just wants someone to talk to. Yeah. So, can you send him my number? <laughs> well, other people have been asking me for his number, but I don't have his number. So there's a market his, for it. I just have his grinder. No, there's a market for people who want to be paid to talk to him. <laughs> there's not a market for people who are wanting to purchase that service. I don't think we'll find them. Yeah, we'll, we'll find them. Message, message on the machine. It kind of goes hand in hand. I was hand, about to it? say, message on the machine after dark. Just mm. talk to us offline. Yeah, so that was like a funny thing okay. that happened to me. Gorge. Beyond that... Um, a little hustler. <laughs> proud of me? Yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, so I don't know if you know this app, Raya. Yeah. Which used to be quite an exclusive app and now they advertise. I do. I feel like we might have talked about it in one of our um, dating apps episodes, actually, that it's kind of like this exclusive app, like you said, for more of a celeb slash influencer kind of crowd. Well, I saw an Instagram ad for this app, so it's obviously not as exclusive as they once were if they're just mass marketing. But I was like, well, Raya, see if I can get myself on it. And it's quite a vetting process. Like, you need to be approved and you need to, like, tell them what you do and, like, clear photos, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Very different to the blank profiles that we're used (laughs) to. And so... Applied to be on the app, got accepted, was feeling pretty good about myself, was like, great, I'm going to end up with an AFL player here. Seems to be the way that this goes. Yeah, hot. And then you have to pay to, like... (laughs) I know! So, wait. Hold on. I've got two questions then. Is this a paid version? They're just trying to get some bums on seats because perhaps there's not enough pool of people in the 
non-paid section so therefore they're targeting people like you like middle class you know like <laughs> the middle class I'm not middle class I'm struggling <laughs> in lower class <laughs> I can't afford it's like not cheap I reckon it's like 30 bucks a month middle class like he's not a footy player but he's also not a foot yeah we could have him on as like a you're the person <laughs> that they swipe no to split the difference between <laughs> a footy player and a foot <laughs> and that's where I'm apparently landing yeah um, but yeah, I just was like, why am I going to pay for this supposed exclusive app that let's be honest, probably has like six gay men on it. Well, that was the other thing I was thinking. I'm like, what, how, what's our market like mm. on there? If our market's already shit on all the other ones, mm. imagine on that one. Yeah. You're probably the only gay in the village. Actually. And so I decided not to do that and I'm still single to this day. Perfect. Maybe as a result. Perfect. That's so good. Well, you know, maybe for not <laughs> much it? longer. I don't know. I hear you dating a bit at the moment. Oh, just trying to get out there, you know. Yeah, good for you. Just see what sh- see what sticks. <laughs> good for you, Dal. You know, you're doing more than me. Yeah. So what are you? What about you? What's happening? Fuck all. Getting your dick wet, son? No. Look, I will say I've had my dick wet a little bit. Have you? Yeah. I actually knew that. I don't know why I'm acting surprised. Nothing I can more I can disclose on air. But <laughs> <laughs> cards on the table. You know the rules. Yeah, those they're the cards that I've got. Um, <laughs> I'm no look. You know, I've had little things here and there. Honestly, I've been really. It's gonna sound so fucking lame, but I've been so flat out this break since like graduating from my course mm. which by the way everyone that happened so ticks for me yeah good um but graduated now like officially a coach awesome kind of like also like okay now i need to sort of do something with this piece of paper so i've re- been really focusing on like that whole side of things and i just feel like the the break and like that time we've been off since recording has kind of just escaped me and like you know i haven't really it's fucked how five months can go past and there's just still no time for love. No, not really. But in saying that, I do feel more... I think, like, now that I've ticked that box, like, I've settled in my job, like, I feel more emotionally available to someone and I don't think I've felt like this in a long time. Like, I think if someone was to come along now, I would actually be in a place where I could give it the airtime that I think it would mm. need properly, like, not even taking the piss, like, to actually potentially go on a date with someone and try yeah rather than just be so like oh, i'm too busy don't have time for you like i oh, just want to root yeah kiss me on the dance floor and never talk to me again please yeah, yeah. Please. so yeah we'll see that's kind of like i'm also feeling weirdly open to love at the moment mm, i think it's the the seasons are changing for yeah. us it's about to be a long cold winter i can feel it this might be our last episode <laughs> <laughs> we need someone to hold us through those cold cold nights i think um we could you know be snapped up from now between episode 54 and 55 who knows we could have boyfriends by next week it's fucked you just don't know what life's gonna throw at you guys it's crazy hopefully a man <laughs> anyone <laughs> Hopefully he'll pay you to talk to him. As well. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess though, in all of that time, in that five months mm. and all those gaps, the other thing that I have felt, which has also been quite nice. And maybe this is where, you know, I guess the last two years for us, we were both studying. We started a podcast. Mm. We're working full time. Like COVID was making our lives at a roller coaster. Things have definitely like balanced out again, which is awesome. I found time to watch some TV. Yeah, and it's a weird concept, isn't it? So one of the ones that I've recently just watched and finished was the latest season of Bridgerton because I had already watched the first season back back when. Mm. What a what a great show. So is it? <laughs> <laughs> I will defend Bridgerton to my so, death. So you know that, like you and I, obviously have chatted about this off air, and we've got a couple of friends that love the show as well. So we've kind of all. You know, I've been like, there was a bit of hype around like the mm. new season coming back. And then, do you remember at the end when we were chatting about it, I sort of said to you guys, I was like, is this actually a good show or is it just a Netflix show that I like because it's set and it's such a beautiful like... But that's the thing that makes it good. It's so sumptuous. It's yeah. like porn. Like, I mean, obviously it's kind of hot in places. Okay. Although this season, not so much. No, not so much. Although main character man, don't couldn't tell you his name. But he's gay in real life. Yeah, gay in real life. I think it's Jonathan Bailey. Yeah, potentially ringing a bell. Yeah, the, I don't even know what his name. He's not anyway. The, he's not a duke. He's whatever. Um, I always just want to call them all the men dukes for some reason. <laughs> he hot. Oh, he, you said he's not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a Jew I was either. Like, what does that have to do with the price of your filter fee? <laughs> so he's hot. 
so Couple hot of scenes. and so gay. Couple of scenes there, mate. Do you think knowing that he was gay impacted your yes. perception of the <laughs> chemistry with him and the chick? Yes. 100%. Really? Yes. Because remember I said it to you, I was like, do, they, do you think they actually have on-screen on chemistry? And I was like, I don't think they do. But surely most don't. No, there's been straight like scenes that I've watched before where I was like, I'm straight right now. I mean, yeah, this. well, I'm, I know you're thinking about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Fuck me dead. Mr. But and Mrs. Smith, yes. Most of the time, two straight actors, a male and female, are probably like married with three kids at home. True. Age. So, I, okay, so they probably have that natural desire to want the opposite sex. Yeah. If that's what they're into. I guess, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, I also think it's so terrible of us to be like, gay men can't play straight roles because we're just cutting all of our <laughs> brethren off of the kneecaps. Well, I don't... I'm not following up any issues with him. I'm following up with her. Oh. Yeah. My issues she were, wasn't into it. My issues were with her. My Sh- issues lay with her and her face that was sometimes annoying me. <laughs> she has, like, just such a ferocious jawline. She's... She's one minute I was like, you are fucking stunning. And then the next minute I was like, you're not worthy of him. <laughs> Do you know, it depended so much on the colour she was wearing, I noticed. She's fucking in purple every day. But sometimes in blue and on the blue <laughs> day, she really popped. Yeah, okay. She was popping, she was popping mm. in a little blue skirt. Yeah. yeah, look, I don't know. Bridgerton was good. I think it's definitely though a show that like, it's a Netflix show. It's a churn. It's definitely not a show. It's not a movie masterpiece of any kind. Although the sets and everything are quite beautiful, I think. Oh, yeah. And the costumes. Absolutely. But I think the storyline potentially gets a little bit blah. But fun fact that I didn't know, which anyone who's listening right now, it's a fucking book series, which you told me about. Yeah, I'm really shocked, actually, that you weren't across that. Oh, is, does everyone know that? I wish you guys could talk back right now. Do people know that? Because I was like, fuck, define it. I thought it was just a Netflix show. No. Yeah. Nothing's original anymore. Yeah, good. True. Especially not through Netflix, hey? Hey. Hey. Yes, that's something I've watched. Uh, what about you? What have you been watching? Well, I mean, um, it's no secret to any loyal listener of this show that Survivor is my jam. Oh, porn, you mean? It's the, the most just erotic show. <laughs> I wish you could all see Mitch's face right now when he talks about Survivor. Like, oh, it's beaming. My eyes rolling back in my head. He's beaming. And the thing that I love about Survivor is that, obviously, all of the men never were wearing <laughs> clothes, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, they go from being, like, big beefcakes kind of men yeah. to, like, my exact body type because all they eat is just rice and beans. So they're, like, lean but still muscly. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And they just get hotter and hotter from the neck down. So it's, like, losing all that, like, extra beef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just really, like, cutting. Yeah, yeah. And so by the end, you're just, like, drooling. <laughs> by final tribal. So, wait, do you watch Survivor for the actual show or just for the men? Both. Okay. I love the gameplay. Would you go on it if you had the option? I think so. You would just be... (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd actually be good in some ways, but I I also... I think I'd be good at the social game. Yeah, 100%. Good at the social game. I think you'd also be good because you're not afraid of getting in there and getting stuck into something. Like, you're a a doer. Yeah. So I give you that point. Like, you're not timid Mm -hmm. in situations, although you're a little bit too... Calculated, Like, sometimes you like to think about things, like, really think it through. That's kind of what you have to do on that show, though. But in that moment, though, like, in a challenge, don't you just need to jump in? Challenge, yes. But outside of a challenge, if you do something that you haven't thought about, you're going home. I'm picturing you, like, building... Your torch is being snuffed. Building a raft, like, <laughs> trying to overthink it, being have like... Have you ever watched this show? <laughs> not for a long time. <laughs> do you think... How do you think you would go on Survivor? How do you think I would go on Survivor? Let me ask you that. Not well. <laughs> If I'm being frank. Um, Why? <laughs> I think that you speak your mind too much to be able to fly under the radar enough oh, to be, win. The radar, there would be no radar to fly under. Someone would be like, I think that we shouldn't vote out this chick because she's in our alliance. And you'd be like, nah, she's a cunt. <laughs> she's got shit hair. She's going. <laughs> nah, she's fucking annoying me. I'm not talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that would be your undoing. However, though, I can be rogue, but I also am really good at manipulating people. 
I do it every day, Dal. It's how you're still sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um. Okay. Survivors. So wait, you've been Survivors over. That. Oh, it's over. Yeah. So this is where I was actually going. Um. Before my tangent of just like male distraction. <laughs> I'm at a loss. I'm pretty untethered right now because Survivor's over. Thank God slipped into its place has been Elite. Yes, which this is, is the other show that you're obsessed with. For those who don't know, it's basically like a Spanish version of Gossip Girl. Less storyline every season. Like, I just can't even follow what's going on anymore. Okay. However, so much more gay sex. Sounds perfect. Every season. So basically your TV taste seems to be based around how much naked gay men are involved. How much hardcore gay sex I'm going to be yeah. enjoying. Yeah, it's definitely a factor. Bridgerton. <laughs> oh, but it was less hot this season. Survivor. Oh, the men just get really lean and hot. And elite. Oh, it's just no storyline. Don't know what's going on, but lots of gay sex. As I said, Dal, I'm open to love right now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to turn the TV off and go <laughs> outside. in all the wrong places. <laughs> So before we continue today, we'd like to take a quick moment to talk about today's sponsor, which is the amazing team at Waverly LED and Facials. Yeah, so we actually were lucky enough to go and pretty much pamper ourselves for a few moments in time. And can I say, I have never looked better. Look, I will say that, you know, on our little... You know, season break. We needed a little bit of relaxation Yeah, a bit of R&R. And these guys hit the nail on the head. So basically they are the kings of the LED facial. So an LED facial is a light-based facial that is placed over your skin that helps convert skin cells into cellular energy. Mm. What they also have, though, which I loved, was these hydrogelly face masks. Oh, they were... Felt so good. Like it, I mean, basically being slathered in goo. It just jelly, like a bowl of jelly. Very on my face. active goo that's you know doing all this great stuff for your face. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to pretend to understand the procedure, but I really enjoyed it nonetheless. Felt like heaven, doll. Felt like heaven. If you guys are interested in getting down there, they also offer oxygen facials. You know, just a tradish facial. Pre-event freshen ups and just like a gorgeous little pamper. That's right. So pretty much anything to do with the face, these guys cover. If you do have sensitive skin, highly recommend the guys down at Waverly LED and Facials because it is super (laughs) non-invasive. And who doesn't love a facial after all? Well, that's right. Okay. Okay. We've caught up. Have we? I've got so much more to say. I know, you always do, but I have to cut you off at some point. Okay. And I want to move on now to news. Okay. Which is a segment that I usually tend to run a little bit. A little anchor. Because you don't really keep up. (laughs) (laughs) Only with the Kardashians. any kind of news. (laughs) I've decided that I think definitely for today, potentially for the rest of this season, that I'm going to be pivoting a little bit away from politics and climate change and the hard-hitting topics because... Everyone's so disappointed. (laughs) Because I usually just get blank looks from you and the flow ends. So you mark it down. That's what I'll say. Well, that's it. So I'm reading the room and we're just going to pivot to stuff that we actually know and care about. Which is basically just anything that's to do with celebs. Yep. TV. Fashion. Pop culture. (laughs) All the things fucking newsworthy, bitch. <laughs> That's it. So I want to jump in first with my night of nights, favourite day of the year, which is Oscar oh. Sunday. Oscar Sunday. Or Oscar Monday if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> I'm not sure. I've lost. Stop listening. But <laughs> did you know, everyone, that Mitch and his best friend sit down every year and watch the Oscars together as like a little viewing party and it's like their little tradition. And I just think that's super cute and I'd love to say shout out to Ellie and you in the Oscars night. Yeah, so my friend Ellie and I, we've done it now I think for five or six years in a row. I think at that point it's become a tradition. Yeah, absolutely. Usually we would try and watch all the movies beforehand and then sit down with the movies voted for who we think will win every category and then see who wins. Oh, that's more fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it's like a, a game task. show. That also is like it makes a lot more sense as to why you've always been a bit of a film buff with your film list like that you've watched. Yeah. yeah. Got to keep track yeah. of what I thought of everything so <laughs> yeah. that when Oscars rolls around, I know what to vote for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
So we didn't actually do that this year. <laughs> we did watch it, but we didn't vote because we were too busy to watch it on the day and then the spoilers came and, you know, the spoiler of the century, it would seem. Well, I want to just skip past all the movies because that's not actually what this night was about for once. That's right. That's what I mean. It was actually season two of The Slap. Fuck me. The Slap that rocks the, the world. The Slap heard across the world. Yeah. Yeah. What's your take on that? So, okay, for me, Chris Rock is also equally as in the wrong as Will Smith. Okay, interesting. Because I think that, yes, he obviously did the wrong thing first. Yep. In the sense that, like, I don't think the joke was above the belt. Mm-hmm. I think, and I understand some jokes are supposed to be below the belt. That's sometimes the point of a joke. However, mm. in this instance, she, Jada has a medical condition. So I, that's what I think made the joke below the belt that's obviously what triggered will mm. did will then need to get up and fucking hit him no yeah two wrongs don't make a right mm-hmm. and even if the joke was below the belt everyone would have potentially then hated chris for that and will could have gone unscathed mm-hmm. whereas now will is the bad guy over chris yeah i mean will is definitely the bad guy for me so you don't think there's anything wrong with chris's joke i I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying that I don't think Chris Rock did anything wrong. Okay. I feel like it was a joke. Mm. Like, I understand feelings might have been hurt, but that's, I mean, that's what we do every day to each other. Like, of course. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, though, and such a public, like, professional night of nights, mm. like, does a joke like that need to be? If it was, like, the roast of... Will Smith and his family, mm. like maybe a little yeah. bit more cash. Saturday Night Live, but like the Oscars on such a global scale, making fun of someone's medical condition. Is it still a joke, Mitch? Yeah. I mean, I like... Is it? <laughs> I feel like, because I obviously watched the entire night. Yep. The day after it had happened. Right. So I was watching the whole night being like, when is this slap coming? Like, I know it's coming. Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so when you know what's coming, you're way more attuned to what everyone else is saying, I guess. And, like, like... there was plenty of jokes that night that someone could have taken serious offence to. Okay. But, granted, probably not all targeted at someone's alopecia. Like, that's a shame. But (laughs) Shame that he went for the alopecia. But at the same time, like... She's also still an insanely wealthy, like, powerful, famous woman. Like, you need to be able to handle having a joke made about you, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard one. It's a hard one because I also think, for me, it now gets down to, like, typical me wants to, like, dig into, like, what's their relationship like pre-existing? Like, Mm. is that okay? Like, it's okay when I make joke about you being a tall, fucking skinny freak (laughs) because... You're my best friend. Yeah. So, like, I know that contextually I'm allowed to get away with that. Yeah. Or if I make a joke about you being desperately single. like yeah. Or you being bald. Correct. Which it's... I can't really say anymore. No. You've just <laughs> nagged that away from me. <laughs> Dumb dog. Um, but, yeah, like, I think that that comes into it. Play. Like, why was Will so triggered? Like, does he, are him and Chris fighting at the moment? Have they had beef recently? Like, it makes me think, like, there's got to be maybe more to it. Yeah, what are the layers to that onion? Because I think back in the... Over the years, like, there was things that came out about them obviously all running the same circles and being friends like mm. in the black comedy community of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know LA so i think yeah i just don't want people to be at the oscars thinking i need to be careful what i say about someone in case i get punched in the face well yeah exactly i mean the punch was a fat no yeah the like, violence is a big fat no i mean it wasn't even a punch it was an overhand yeah. slap like god Supposed to grow up in the streets. Bitch slap. What's going on here, fresh Will? Pr- fresh prince, my ass. <laughs> fresh prince of limp wrist. <laughs> um, cool. So moving on from the Oscars. What else is happening? Slap Nation. Yeah. Coachella's just been. Yeah. Also happening in the States. Mm, I don't know why it's all US based. Crazy. Like nothing happening here at the moment. Crazy place to live. Isn't it? I I just wanted to ask you yeah. specifically about the lineup of Coachella yeah. and your thoughts around that. Okay. I've been to Coachella and I actually bought my ticket 
before I knew he was going to play mm-hmm. because we knew just we wanted to go, which is, was obviously a bit of a risk. And do you, because I've never been, yeah. do most people do that? Yeah, I guess, especially if you want to be guaranteed a ticket and if you want to go to weekend one, which is supposed to be the best weekend. It's the influencer parade. Correct. Right? That's where all the celebs are. That's like if you want to brush shoulders with someone potentially yeah. or like all the big call outs, like when someone randomly gets brought out like Shania Twain, like it's always weekend yeah. one. Yeah, okay. So we wanted that ticket. We also wanted like the good quality tickets because we were getting them through like a hotel package as well and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So that's the reason why we did that. But you don't necessarily have to. I think it's more about like why you're going. If you're going because you just want to experience the festival because it's just such an amazing, like Mm. such a huge scale event, then go for it. Pre-buy your ticket. I think the lineup is just, it's a real roll of the dice because... Totally. Can be really, really good or just really meh. Mm. And each day probably only has like one or two, maybe three people that I'm like dying for. Mm. Or not even dying, maybe medi- mediocrely dying for. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty I mean, much. And that's every festival really, isn't it? Like it the is. smaller their name is on that. Oh, magnifying glass out. Yeah, literally. that's it. The less you're probably going to be excited for them. Yeah. I feel like for me, though, um, is that there's definitely a certain group of people that this lineup would have been their wet dream. Like yep. Billie Eilish, Harry Styles, Doja Cat. Yep. Like yep. very of the time, like TikTok gen. Correct. I was about to say, it's very generational yeah. those people and I like was looking at it being like I don't know if this is showing my age like am I have I aged out of like being <laughs> relevant but yeah. where are the legacy acts like where is like ACDC or like a big I don't know why I said ACDC <laughs> <laughs> where's where's Akadaka where's Akadaka Johnny Farnham <laughs> all the big names are you fucking kidding me I don't know why that <laughs> popped into my head but you know what I mean like Yes. The Chili Peppers or like... Some like, yeah, big names like a Madonna or something. Yeah. Like, yeah Where yeah, is yeah. the big diva that we've all followed for our whole entire lives? Yeah. Like, I feel that like should that's... should be at the top of the list. Yeah. I feel like that's what was missing. Totally. Like we've had a Beyonce, we've had a Gaga, we've had like people like that Totally. Before. Imagine mm. Mariah came out or Britney yeah. and just danced, lip synced. <laughs> Please do. For a few hours. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, look, I mean... I hear you, and I think it's all just, like, kind of, like, who they can get at the time, Mm. right? Who's available, who's interested, who's relevant at the time, who hasn't already done it, potentially, Mm. too. Like, that's probably another one. Because I don't know if the people repeat. I haven't really noticed. Billie Eilish, this is her second time doing it. Okay. But she wasn't technically considered a headliner last time, which Uh I don't really know what that means. Just your name's big up the top, I suppose. Your name's big at the top, and you play last. So, like, literally everyone waits around all day just for you. And you go to, like, the main... The headliners only play at certain stages that mm. are the biggest stages. Yeah, okay. And so you go to, like, the that big stage at the end and it's, like, fucking the most amount of people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, right. Because this festival... COVID safe. This festival is, like... When I say in the middle of the desert, it's the middle of the desert. So, like, there's, like... It feels like five MCGs. <laughs> like, it's fucking <laughs> For huge. a local context. It's fucking huge. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I was reading um, today that so Billie Eilish was actually the youngest headliner that has ever yeah wow done it, which yeah. I feel like proves my point. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not getting older. Yeah, <laughs> the stars are getting young. Yeah, but they've done it before. They've had like a really random, like alternative, maybe like rock, like someone who's not necessarily in the the top. Like 40. the killers or something. Yeah, like as a headliner. And people have been, people kick up a fuss about it. Because really? they're like, well, who the fuck is that? Well, she actually, this is Ms. Eilish. Yes. I actually said at the end of her set, quote, I'm really sorry I'm not Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, fuck, like, is anyone? That performance, Yeah. I watched it recently. You guys would have seen on, on our story on Instagram. Fuck me. Mm. That was, and do you know what? I watch it with gritted teeth because the year that I was supposed to go or the year that I did go was the Beyonce yeah that was we bought the tickets like I said didn't even know Beyonce was supposed to play they announced I fell off my fucking chair five times Mm. and then she just went and got herself fucking knocked up with (laughs) ding and dong the twins and ruined my life selfish so selfish you poor thing Gaga's a consolation prize Gaga consolation prize but then Beyonce coming back to just do the best performance that's ever existed in Mm. the world that I could have seen anyway moving on from that 
Um, what else is happening? I want to talk about a big season of Drag Race on the horizon. Oh, the biggest. Yeah. So, All-Stars winners. So, yeah, so winners of all the seasons on one season. Yes. And I, I'm sort of torn about it. Okay. I don't think that the best winners are on it. Well, yeah, that's the thing that happened because there's not obviously not enough. There's too many winners now versus potential spots. Yeah. Because there's a season every week. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, at least one. So, yeah, I hear you. But then how do you pick? Like, Well, it's obviously who wanted to do it. Yeah. But my other question is, if you were on a normal season. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. Came back for All Stars, fought your way to the top and somehow managed to win. Yeah. Why the fuck would you then want to ruin that Cinderella story and go back and probably lose again? Well, I don't think... I don't like that they've mixed All-Stars winners and season winners. Because to me, I think season winners are different to All-Stars winners. Agreed. It should be either an All-Stars All-Star or an All-Star or a winner's All-Star. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Don't mix the two seasons together. Because in my mind, they're separate. Agreed. Mm. Because I had to work out, because like when you look at the promo on Instagram, it's like, um, for example, like Shea Coulee, winner of All-Stars season, whatever, mm. queen. So like she's that queen, but then you read another one and it's like official drag race season winner. And it's like, oh, so they're not the same. Yeah. But now they're going to compete. I know. I don't know. There's some good queens on it. I'm excited to watch it. I think it will be... I mean, I mean, I'll, we're gonna watch it regardless, I was aren't we? Gonna say, I'm like, I'll still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Hungover on a Sunday. It's the only thing I like to watch. <laughs> Hungover on a Sunday. The promo for it looks fucking amazing, yeah, though. Like they've it. done a yeah. yeah props for them. Hopefully, it lives up to the hype. My my money's with Shea Coule. I just would love like someone random like Jinx to just take it out though. You like a bit of Jinx? I I'm, do. I'm gonna go for a Shea. Big theater girl. I think she's. I think she's got the attitude. Yeah, of a winner. And she's got the teeth to match now. Yeah. So you just mentioned our girl before mm. at Coachella. You'd love her to just get up and lip sync. Oh, Brit. I am talking about the one and only Brit. Yeah. Something I want to, <laughs> I want to bring to the table here. Yeah. Hit me. She's she's bunned up. She's up the duff. The bun is inserted in the oven. Absolutely. In a big way. In a big, big way. Now, hashtag discuss. So... As anyone who's listened to this show knows, we've obviously been supporters of the Brit. For a long time. Yeah. We love her. We've followed the journey. We've, you know, we've freed her. We're very happy for her. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah. Us ourselves actually got her out of that mess. So we've played our part. Now, Brittany then went on to renounce this pregnancy in a classic Brittany way, which was a photo of a cup of tea. (laughs) Which looks like some kind of a stock shot. It looks like, yeah. Like, it looks like she's pulled that off Unsplash. Yeah, I actually think it's got like a little tag, like a, <laughs> a watermark of the photo <laughs> where it's it. from. With some little carnations. It's literally nothing to do with the pregnancy at all. It doesn't even have a face in it. It's literally, like Mitch said, a stock photo. Yeah. With this caption. I lost so much weight to go on my Maui trip only to gain it back. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? My husband said, no, your food pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test and, ah, well, I'm having a baby. Four days later, I got a little more food pregnant. Lol. (laughs) It's growing. Lol. And she basically goes on in that kind of fashion. I'm not going to read the whole thing because you've all probably actually read it. But Mm. the point I'm making is, and I feel really awful saying this, but I'm going to say it. Please do. At what point... Do we, as a society, need to be concerned that this free woman mm. is now potentially going to have full responsibility of another human being, considering that she obviously displays quite a lot of loose qualities <laughs> yeah, and unstable tendencies? <laughs> is that where you want to go with that? That's my phrasing. <laughs> Of this, and I'm, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. Like, obviously, power to you. She's obviously going to have great support network around her. She's been a mum before. Get yeah. all of that. I understand she's her own person. She should be free to do it. But there is surely, I'm speaking for a part of people out there who also would think that Brittany's a wild child, 
<laughs> in an adult's body. <laughs> who posts really weird shit. Yeah, she serious. does post weird shit. But at the same time, whose mum doesn't post weird shit on Instagram? <laughs> that's true. Shout out to our mums. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, look, I mean, I'm obviously always going to be in her corner, but I was just a bit like, oh, and it was funny because I feel like there's a lot of talk out there at the moment that people being like, oh, is she even fit to be a mum? And it's like, well, you all wanted her to be free five mm. minutes ago, but now she can be free, but not too free. Yeah. I think freer the better. I wish she was having eight kids. (laughs) And honestly, if there's any kind of issues that arise, she's someone that can afford a nanny. She can. So I'm going to push play on Hit Me Baby one more time and help fund that nanny. (laughs) I'll do do. my part. The third of a cent she'll get from Spotify for that play will do her justice. Add to the streams. I'll do my bit. Yeah, good. And as should all of you, you know, every for every play that's one cent towards a nanny. <laughs> um, Speaking of pregos, mm, so Rihanna, big re, big re, way more into her pregnancy than oh, Brit. Also, that belly, way more glam about it. Mate, we can't miss the belly. I have never seen a more glamorous <laughs> pregnant woman in my life. How do we feel about that? The, the showing of the belly in Love every... It. Okay, you're for it. Love it. I don't know if I am. Really? So I'm obviously here You're for, more like what you do behind closed doors is your business. No, like I'm of. here for the glam. I just don't know if like the giant Humpty Dumpty needs to be like the feature of the every outfit. Yeah. It's like, how can we accentuate? How can I show the belly? Let's just get a top, cut a hole, pop it through. Oh, Whoa. fashion. Probably. Belly fashion. <laughs> I feel like Bottega probably doesn't do stretch fabrics, so <laughs> you just have to cut your holes when you need them. She could ask Kim. She should just get that morph suit and just put <laughs> exactly. it on. You would have to do the same thing with your ass <laughs> if you were wearing those tight, tight clothes. I mean, no, look, happy for Riri. Can't wait to see what the kid looks like. I think it's going to be super cute. Mm, stunning. I wonder if it's going to be a boy or a girl. Do we know? I'm not sure. Ray hasn't told me yet personally. But... I'll, I'll call her now. <laughs> I think she wants it to be a surprise. Oh, okay. Yes. But, um, yeah, we'll find yeah, out sure. in due course. I do want to touch on briefly this, like, scandal that's rocked the nation, which was that ASAP Rocky was cheating on his pregnant wife, Rihanna. Naughty, dirty dog. Which turned out to be completely untrue. Not a nerdy, dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. However... Like, I mean, it was just the sheer disbelief of, like, why would you cheat on Rihanna? Like, don't cheat on a pregnant woman, first of all, let alone That Riri. too, yeah. Yeah. But, like, who's walking around being like, I've got Rihanna waiting for me at home with my child? Babe, Jay-Z, Beyonce, same thing. Hello? Hello? What's wrong with these men? Men yeah. will never... Men oh, will never fucking learn. Don't get me started. Like, honestly, you could have literally fucking Beyonce and Rihanna on a platter. Literally. And it's not enough for you? Not enough. Are you joking? And what kind of hussy do you, would you possibly think would be like, that's going to be better for me than Rihanna right now? Yeah. Literally, though. God. Anyway, that's uh, probably an episode for another time, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> Unfaithful men. Why men cheat. Although... You know, that song by Rihanna, Unfaithful, she kind of maybe had it coming to her. Oh, do you think she was manifesting? What goes around comes around, as Justin Timberlake would say, darling. <laughs> exactly. He also used to date Britney, fun facts for anyone else, you know, <laughs> just to tie that in. <laughs> How's that for synergy? How's that for a nice wrap yeah. on this episode? Before we do wrap, yeah, wrap I want to just dip into fashion. Before we ASAP wrap it. <laughs> yeah, before we ASAP rock out of here. <laughs> Dipping into fashion. Oh, as we, yeah, as we would. We flow on from belly fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To something way more (laughs) of the moment. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what's of the moment? I want to talk about Crocs. As in alligators? Nope. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. (laughs) I know you do. I know you've just purchased yourself a little pair of rubber moccasins. As in footwear. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to say something. Tell me. I fucking hated Crocs. Until? many a years. When did you change your mind? This is actually going to be fucked to say out loud, but it, this is the, the truth and the world that we live in mm. of an influencer market. Yep. Justin Bieber. I knew you were going to say that. 
wore them. Yep. And I feel like ever since I saw him in them, I was just like, oh yeah, I could wear them. <laughs> so you do. So I'm the same as Bieber, basically. <laughs> but no, I not just him. I think like he was probably the person that put them on the map. And then I think from there, other people started wearing them. And then other people, it started styling them with other cool streetwear, mm-hmm. which then made them a more wearable shoe as opposed to them being known for being worn by chefs, <laughs> people in the uh, medical industry. Dolphin trainers. <laughs> you know. People who go reefing. It's just a great example of how a product can just go through a rebrand or See, a resurgence. I think that Justin Bieber's getting a lot more credit than he deserves for this mm-hmm. change of public sentiment. Because I've been watching the croc journey for a few years now from afar, not owning my own. Okay. But curious to see if they could, you know, market themselves to be more than what they are, basically. And they have been really pushing hard for it. Like, they did a huge collab with Bretman Rock mm-hmm. a few years ago. They did a collab with Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been working really hard to make their ugly shoes cool. Yeah. And... They've managed to do it. Yeah, I'd love have. to know how much it costs them. Yeah, it's. I think, yeah, it's definitely that. literally just like a pushing in the, in the direction that you want them to go. Mm. But I think when you enter the market, a business like that, you don't really realise potentially that your shoe's that ugly or it's going to get the amount of hate that it got mm. for being ugly probably when it was created. Mm. Like, I don't think they were like, let's create a really ugly shoe. They Whoever the fuck designed it probably thought they did a great job. Yeah, which they... In the end, have. Mate, they are the comfiest fucking shoes. Do you know what sucks for Crocs, though, is that they're virtually indestructible. So no one's ever buying a new pair. Uh, Unless you want a new colour. Well, the colour choice was difficult, I yeah. will say. What did you go for? Um, The, the colour word that they use is like, strutko. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> which basically just translates to beige or off-white. <laughs> But, like, the, the technical term is strutko, which yeah. I'm assuming is some sort of word from wherever with, they've made with from. With that accent? Or? Yeah, I believe so. That's how it yeah. should be said. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I no, now I want what I want to do is potentially get some little charms that go on them. Because the thing that Justin <laughs> Bieber... <laughs> Might you, like, just bedazzle a little bit. Yeah, you know how you can get the little charms yeah. that go on them? The thing that JB did that made them cool was he created, because he has his clothing brand, Drew. Mm. He created Drew charms mm. that were a special Drew kit, I think. Mm. And so if you bought the Drew kit, put them on your shoe, all of a sudden your Crocs were Drew. Drew. Does he have one that says fuckwit? Because I might <laughs> buy you one of those for Valentine's Day. No, but you can get the alphabet and you can spell out fuckwit. Oh, perfect, just up the side. Maybe just fuck on one and wit on the other. <laughs> we should get message on the machine ones. That's a lot of holes. Pink and green ones. Yeah, true. We could do that. Cute. Yeah. Nice. Mac Minute Crocs the sponsor. Watch this space. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> well, guys, that is all we have time for this week. Thanks again for tuning in, catching up with us. Uh, we know there's obviously a bit to get through, five months in the bank, but we are back. And in a big way. The biggest, the biggest fucking way, as big as Rihanna's belly. And <laughs> bursting out of those Balenciaga jeans. <laughs> If this is the first time that you are listening to us, please like, follow, subscribe, push all the buttons that you need to push on the device that you're currently listening to us on so you can be the first to know when we release a new episode and also leave us a little rating and review, which you can now do on both Spotify and Apple. That really does help us get out there to some new audience. So please do that right this second. After you have done that, make sure you also head to our Instagram, which is at message on the machine so that you can keep up with all the fun stuff that we do every single day between our reps. I feel like we've been posting quite a bit recently. We're back, baby, as I said. Yeah. We've just... See you know, how long that lasts. <laughs> now, now. Whoever manages the socials does a great job. Yeah, just killing it. <laughs> All right. And on that note, guys, good luck out there. We will see you at the next one. This episode was brought to you by Waverly LED and Facials. 